This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Baruch HaMabam. Today's breakfast is generously sponsored by the Gladstein and Leibovitz family in honor of our father's birthday. Yiratzen Chetizka L'Shanim Aruchim V'Taivavani'imas Okay, we're going to speak about uh, something a little different today because this, since this is Yeshiva week, so Yeshiva week apparently means there's no Yeshiva. So I guess the rest of the year is called vacation. Okay, this Shabbos is Shabbos Mavarchim Adar. Could you imagine? So we already have to start Mishanichnas Adar Marim Basimcha Shabbos Mavarchim. You know that? There are opinions. That we already start Mishanichnas Adar Maram Shabbos Mavarchim. Now it's not Pashadis by Adar Aleph, but we'll go with that opinion. So I want to tell you a Gemara in Masechta Shabbos on Daf Kuflam and Chesam The Gemara describes the state of the Torah in the end of days. After the Churban, the Sanhedrin moved to Yavne. And the positioning of the Sanhedrin in Yavne was called, who knows? What? Kerem Yavne. Why Kerem? Kerem was a semicircle. That was the position that the Sanhedrin sat in. And the rabbis got up and they made the following proclamation. They said, Asida Torah mi Yisrael. The Torah is destined to be forgotten about the Jewish people. Whereupon Rav Shimon Yechai disagreed. He said, What? Chas v'shalom. What did Rav Shimon say? Chas v'shalom shetishkachach tam Yisrael. Shenemar! Kiloi sishachach mi pizar. The Torah will never be forgotten. By the way, the soifetevoy sov kiloi sishachach mi pizaroi. Mayor, you know the song kiloi sishachach mi pizar. You know the soifetevoy. So those words are yoichai, yoichai, kiloi sishachach mi pizar. Ari, you know the song. You know that song. Kiloi yud aleph. You have to rearrange it. Sishachach ches. Mipi Yud Zaroi Vav Mersimcha, you got it? Sevetevois Yoichai. Okay, so it's very interesting. The Gemara seems to be saying, Ah, so what do you do with the fact that it says in Amois, people Yeshoitetu Levakesh Estvar Hashem Loyinso? People are going to seek out the word, the the word of God, and they're not going to be able to find it. Says the Gemara. What Rabbi Shimon held was Lo Halacha Berura Umishna Berura Echad. The Torah will be somewhat fragmented, and they will not be able to get clarity in learning. So, at the end of days, one thing's for sure: there's going to be some kind of diminution in the Torah. Either it'll be forgotten completely, or it will be somewhat disorganized, and it will be very difficult to get clarity. The question, though, is. We've undergone, we've suffered many tragedies throughout our history. What is this concept that in the end of days there will be a diminution in the Torah itself? Why will the Torah be affected in the end of days? Fine. The Gemara says in Megillah Daf Yadalid, Who knows how many Nevi'im were there for the Jewish people in our history? So Yehuda wanted to, get, to give the assist. Very good. 48. 48 Nevi'im. And how many female, how many prophetesses? Seven. 48 Nevi'im. Why 48? Rabbi Yosef Engel says, the highest level of wisdom is 50. Moshe Rabbeinu had 49, and some of the other Nevi'im were 48. That's the significance of the number 48. 
they did not add, they did not take away from the Torah except for one thing. The only thing the Nevi'im added to the Torah is what? Not tell you know? What did they add? Some gefilte fish? No, it's not a takana of the Nevi'im. Bagels on Sunday? Also, it's not even Midrabanan. Chutz mi Mikra Megillah. Mikra Megillah is the only addition to the Torah. They made a Kava Chaymer. We just read the Shira. The only thing the prophets ever added to the Torah is Mikra Megillah. Ask Rav Hutner. Rav Asi is a big Chaim Merliner, right? Yeah? Ask Rav Hutner. Why is the only thing the Nevi'im ever added? Mikra Megillah. So, Rav Hutner says, let's make the following observation. In this week's parsha B'Shalach, we read about the downfall of Amalek. What is the immediate result of the downfall of Amalek? Vayishma Yisroi Chayhein Midyan. What's the immediate outcome? Yisroi comes. So we see that when Amalek falls, what happens? There are more Jews in the world. That's one observation we can make. When Amalek falls, there are more Jews. So says Rav there's a principle, Yisrael v'ayrei sechadhu. The Jewish people and the Torah are one. So let's make the following observation. If when Amalek falls, there are more Jews, it has to be when Amalek falls, there's more Torah. So therefore, in the story of Purim, when Amalek fell, they added to the Torah. You got that? You, you understand this idea? That when, when, when the Torah and the Jewish people are one, Therefore, if we find that when Amalek fell in this week's passage of Shalach, there are more Jews, Yisroi comes, then it follows, the corollary is, that when Amalek falls, we add to the Torah. That's Adkan Devi Rav Okay? Now we're going to kick in a little bit. Okay, Avi, you ready for this Chiddush? Go back to Lakewood. You could say, even in Cedarhurst, they also have Chiddushin. Okay? Okay. It's like this. So one thing we see, we see that when Amalek falls, there are more Jews, and the corollary is by the Megillah, when Amalek falls, there's more Taira. Hey, you know, it says in Megillah Sester that part and parcel of the celebration of Purim is, Many, Jew, many Goyim converted in times of Purim. Who cares? They converted. Usually, you know, the, the rule is, the Judaism is not looking for converts. We're not looking to make gerim. If somebody comes to convert, we dissuade them. Where does it say that? Which sugya? Which masechta? Yivamos. Where? What daf? Memchas. Memchas amud. Beis. Yeah. Memchas amud. Very good, Avi. Memchas amud beis. So we don't want gerim. We dissuade them. So why is like the Megillah says? Oh, many people converted. Why are we reporting this? The answer is, this is implicit in the miracle of Purim. Why? Amalek falls. When Amalek falls, there's more Taira. They're, they're, they're Masak and Mikra Megillah. If there's more Taira, there has to be more Jews. Now let's take it back to this week's parsha. We've observed that when Amalek falls, there's more, there's more Taira. How, where do we see that? Mikra Megillah. There are more Jews, where do we see that? Yisroi, and by Megillah, Rabbim Me'ars Mesiahadim. Wait a second. There should be more Torah after Bashalach. 
And indeed, the very first thing in Parshas Yisrael is Yisrael comes, and he is moisiv to the Torah, the new parsha of Yata Secha Zemikala'am. Rashi says he was moist. Why is he called Yeser? Because he added to the Torah. So now we see Mamish, perfect parallel between Parshas Yisrael and the Purim story. In both situations, when Amalek falls, we see two things. What do we see? More Jews, more Torah. In Yisrael, Yisrael comes, he's Masaki and Va'ata Sechazen, we could say, God gave the Torah to us in this week's parsha. That's the result of the downfall of Amalek. Likewise, in the Purim story, there's more Jews, and there's more Torah. So now let's expand this idea of Rav Hutner even one step further. Because Rav Hutner is using a principle, Yisrael the Oiraisachadhu. But what is the full principle? Do you know this song? Who knows the song? They know the song in Lakewood? Where does it say that? Anybody know the Makar? Good, because we don't know what the Makar is. But the Nefesh HaChayim in Shardale, Perkid Aleph, says, Kudsha Brichu Ve'ayraisa the Yisrael Kulachad. That's the Lashem. So it means the Torah is one and Klal Yisrael is one. And we see in two instances that with the downfall of Amalek, the Torah expands and the Jewish people expand. Why do you think that with the downfall of Amalek, the Torah expands and the Jewish people expand? Why? Because what is Amalek trying to do? He's Kiyad al Keska. He's trying to be diminish the name of Hashem. So when Amalek falls, what becomes full? Hashem's name is Nisrabe. Hashem's name is Ka becomes Havaya. Ah, so probably the pshat is with the downfall of Amalek comes the nis- the reboy of the Shem Hashem. And Yisrael, so the downfall of Amalek, Hashem's name is Malay. Mamela, there are more Jews. Mamela, there's more Tyra. Now, where do we see in the story of Yisrael, Hashem's name was Nisrabe? Pashat. Amalek is destroyed. It's no longer Kiyara Keska. Now it's Shem Havaya. What about in the Purim story? The Gemara says openly, the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, the Haya Hashem Lashem. It, the, the Megillah became a name for God because with the downfall of Amalek, Hashem's name was Nisrabe. Okay, so now let's. You ready for like the cherry on top? Yeah. Okay. We know that a very important prerequisite for Kabbalah Satoira is what type of feeling in Klal Yisrael. What is required for Hashem to give us a Torah? Vayichan Sham Yisrael Keneged Hahar. What does Rashi say? You need Achdus for Hashem to give us a Torah. What do you need Achdus for? What do you need Achdus? You daven in your shul and don't talk to anybody else. And he davens in his shul and he doesn't have to agree with everyone. Why does Hashem require that Achdus is a prerequisite for Kabbalah Satayra. By the way, we see it in Parshas Yisrael, we also see it by Purim. 
By Purim we have Lech Kenoises Kol HaYehudim V'Kibel HaYehudim B'Loshon Yachid And only then Hadar Keblu B'Mechashirish Why is Achdos Yisrael a, prere- a prerequisite for Kabbalah Satira? One more step. There's an idea that Amalek tries to be Mamayid in the name of Hashem. Where do we find in the Purim story that Haman would try to be Mamayid in the Shem Hashem? Do you find him taking like a chainsaw and going over to the Shem Havaya in a shul? He, he shot the, the security camera and then he took a chainsaw and he chiseled off the Vavke? Where do we find that Amalek infringed on the Shem Hashem? So you ready for this whopper? Um, uh, Haman said, Yeshnai amechad mefuzar mefairad. He created fragmentation in the Jewish people. If, if the Jewish people and Hashem are one, so if we're fragmented, Mamela, the name of Hashem is fragmented. So by pointing out the lack of unity in Kal Yisrael, Mamela, he is fragmenting the name of Hashem. That's how we know that Haman was Mamayid in the Shem Hashem. That's why the, the Rishonim say, the Mekubalim say, listen to this, Kiyad al Kais Ka. Kais Ka is what Gematria? Kais is what? Kaf Samach. What? 80. Ka? Haman. Kais Ka is Haman. Where do we ever find Haman making it Kais Ka? The answer is, he says, Yesh Nayamach Ah. Comes of Hudner in another Maimar, so it comes out. You know why? In the end of days, the Torah will not be halacha brura b'makay mechad? Because since we're going to be in Golos, and we're going to be exiled, and Klal Yisrael is going to be disparate, so Klal Yisrael reflects the state of the Torah. So if Klal Yisrael will be disparate, the Torah will be disparate. The Torah will be fragmented. There will be no clarity because since Klal Yisrael won't be Echad, the Torah won't be Echad. So says Rav Hudner, in order for Hashem to give us the Torah, He has to be able to, you know, conglomerate the whole Torah into one entity and say, here, here's the Torah. But we cannot consolidate the Torah into one entity if the Jewish people are fragmented into many groups. Because the Torah will always reflect the state of the Jewish people. So therefore, the prerequisite for Kabbalah's HaTorah is going to be, Vayichan Shom Once we're Ish Echad now Memela, Yimtsu Halacha Berura Mishnah and Hashem could give us one entity as a Torah. That is why, Achdos Yisrael is the prerequisite for Kabbalah's HaTorah. So by the Megillah we find, Leich Kenoises Kala Yehudim, and then Hadar Kebluha Bimeach Hashverosh. So I know this week is Yeshiva week, which means you're going to be spending the whole day in Yeshiva, so I don't want to take any more of your time from being in the Yeshiva. So have a good day, everyone. Brachavatz You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.